The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. On this Wednesday, folks, right now it's 12.06. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com, DePietro.com, brought to you by Just Angels, JustAngels.com. Beautiful, wonderful, uh, incredible religious items that you can purchase and customize religious items. It's all at the website and sponsored by DePietro.com. And... This portion of the program is also brought to you by Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil company. Call them today online at henryoil.com. Well, folks, now for those that are just tuning in, so uh, just last hour, within the hour, the briefing just wrapped up at the Providence Public Safety Complex. Now, we have a lot to get through. And then behind me, good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. We've had a very busy morning on Facebook Live. Behind me, for those that are tuning in on the Facebook page, John DePietro Show on Facebook, uh, I am once again at Veterans Auditorium. Governor Mundo is going to give her daily briefing, weekly briefing, excuse me, weekly briefing coming up here at one o'clock, one o'clock. And now the numbers keep going up and also stay also anxious to hear uh, Governor Mundo talk about the situation in the city of Providence. So now a couple of things in case you're just getting in your car and you're listing, excuse me, 99.9 FM or AM 1380, or you're listing on the website, uh, dipetro.com, WNRI. Before I mention about the latest on the scooter, I'm going to give you the information. I just saw the video. We will have it up on the website later this afternoon. I want to remind people, tonight at 7 o'clock, the Winsocket mayoral debate, you can hear it on WNRI. The great Jeff Gamach is going to be the moderator. I'm excited for him. He's ready for it. He is uh, going to be terrific. So it's, it's Mayor Baldelli Hunt. And also, John Breen, debate tonight, 7 o'clock. You can hear it on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM WNRI. Now, here's the problem. And I was trying to, those of you that saw the Facebook Live and the coverage of it, I was questioning Mayor Lorza. You know what? I can't believe there are certain people consistently ask bad questions. You have Mayor Lorza there, and instead they're asking questions of the Attorney General Peter, Peter Narona. I, I know him. I like him. I respect him. He, he didn't need to be there. And you have these people asking him questions. What's the chain of command on? What, what are you talking about? Ask Lorza questions. If you heard me, I go right for Lorza. You're the mayor. He has lost control of the city. Do you hear me? He lost control of the city. Mayor Lorza has completely lost control. The Providence police took a no confidence vote against him. So there's that. So they have this briefing. And they show some video. And it's not exactly the Zabruta film. But my, my point is, the video that I saw that they unveiled, and you're going to see it, 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 it looks like the cruiser did not hit Jamal Gonzalez on the bike. Not that I saw. It looks like the officer lost control of his police cruiser on Sunday, Providence Police. If you, if you see it, and by the way, I'm very curious for people on Facebook Live where you can put your comment. Does it look to you like the cruiser hit the vehicle? I don't know why they just don't come out and say that. It looks like the cruiser Lost control, the officer, Kyle Endress, lost control of the cruiser. He did hit the stop sign. But it does not look like he caused the... I don't understand. I asked those of you that missed it. It's, it's on Facebook. I'll post it later. I mean, I'm asking, I think, some very basic questions. And, and this comes down to one thing. Black Lives Matter, the protesters last night, the people that want to destroy the city. And last night, folks... You want to talk about a montage. You had Antifa was there last night. I saw them. Black helmets. Um, 
You had Black Lives Matter there. You had anarchists that were there last night. And you had the defund the police all mixed in with the bikers. Now with these street bikes that are riding around and causing havoc. 21 arrested. 600 to 700 people at this protest. And there's going to be more. And it all comes down to one thing. Did the cruiser hit the vehicle? They have to answer that. Or based on what you see right now, does it look like it hit the cruiser? Hit the, that's what it comes down to. This is, to me, like a bottom line situation. <clears throat> With Cinderella, bottom line of Cinderella, the shoe fit, right? That's the bottom line. Bottom line, based on what you're seeing right now, does if, if, if the cruiser didn't hit it, if the cruiser did not hit Jamal Gonzalez, then it's still tragic. He's in the hospital fighting for his life. But then he lost control of his vehicle, scooter, moped, whatever they're calling it. Even though I'm hearing it's like a juiced up moped of some sort. It does not look based on what they revealed today. But what I was trying to say was last night, as there's such a hurry to say it was a peaceful protest. Folks, those of you that saw it, and I was at that library on Elmwood Avenue that has certainly seen better days. But anyhow. You had speakers on the stage telling the crowd that a white police officer intentionally rammed his cruiser into Jamon Galzalves because of the color of his skin. You, you have to counteract that. And I'm not sure today they answered that question. That, that is the question. And they, they should have been more out in front of this. Now, you can tell. How about Mayor Alorza? Did you see that where I'm saying? Now, Craig says it looks like the cruiser hit him. Not in the video they showed today. The video today, now granted, it's it's down the street, but it certainly looks like the cruiser hits the wall. Now, anyone that is saying that you think that the cruiser hit him, I would question you if you saw the footage that they released today. Because there's brand new footage today. I'll say this. Now, the first video, I didn't get it all. But the second video that they showed, it's down the street. But it is like a direct line, and it looks like he slams right into the wall. That's what it looked like to me. Now, I'll have to look at it again. I don't know why they just don't come out and say that. I don't know why they don't just come out and say, based on what we've seen so far, it does not look like the cruiser hit him. Now, I can tell you what's going on on the street, on the street as I was there last night. Um, and again, uh, those that are watching on Facebook Live, if you wouldn't mind, just give me a thumbs up if you're enjoying the coverage. Folks, I was right there. To me, Mayor Lorza has lost control of the city. All in the way you, you aim the phone camera. Well, we're, this was a security camera on a building, but it, it looks like it's a straight parallel line. Now, I, I just don't know how much longer they have. All right, you need to see the new video. I will have it posted on the website. On Facebook, I did show it. It was a little bit distant, but it's, I won't give them an A for their presentation today. But that needs to be answered. And what I was trying to say was, I was trying to get at, if Black Lives Matter calls a protest, and then they were saying, well, they left before it got violent. If you call a protest for six to eight and say, we're going to meet at the library, and then we're going to march to the public safety complex, and then you leave... Well, what do you mean you left? Then it should have just been we're gathering at the library and then that's it. And then you leave. And then if people march to the Providence Public Safety Complex, um, <coughs> the Providence Public Safety Complex, then, then the, you know, that's not your deal that then you left in that way as far as that goes. So. Now, I, I think the video, the, the audio, someone, these people that then start to say, folks, can you, I, again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. I will uh, link that up. I hope the sound, could somebody tell me, I think the sound, we have the microphone, everything, the sound, as far as the Facebook Live should be totally fine. I don't know why. Sometimes people need to adjust their phones. But the sound on Facebook Live should uh, actually be uh, completely uh, fine. But I, I, I can't believe, folks, and it's the same people that they ask these inane questions. Why are you asking the Pina Narona? What's the chain of command? What are you talking about? It goes to um, 
Good. Thank you, Judy. Uh, can hear me fine. It, it should be. I get a little... Thank you, Jared. I get tired of some of these people. Ju- adjust your blanking device, folks. But I, I don't understand. It seemed very clear to me. Oh, the homeless Santa Claus. Oh, he's got a hat on today. He, um... You, you look like you're a... Uh, some kind of like a... Uh, a truth teller, like in Egypt or something. Is that an orange feather on top? Tassel. Tassel. Boy, you can't. Would you mind uh, coming over? Can I just, uh, can we just show the people on Facebook Live that you're wearing a, a tassel? Thank you, Gail. Could you just step right into the shot? Sure. And can we um, see the, well, just show them so they can see the tassel. There it is. Now, all right. Now, you, you're, just identify yourself for everyone that is uh, listening and watching. I'm Michael Billow from Motif Magazine. All right, Motif. Now, a lot of people couldn't pull off wearing a hat with a tassel. Is there a, a, a special occasion for this? Uh, no, the hat was given to me, okay. and it's, a, it's a, a, a similar hat to that worn by the character of Albus Dumbledore in the Harry Potter films. All right, so there is no real reason you're wearing a hat with a tassel? Not really, no. Okay. All right, All right. thank you. I look like Albus Dumbledore. All right, maybe you do. All right, thank you, Michael. Let me get back to uh, the broadcast. All right, folks, there he is. I mean, I remember the uh, episode of Seinfeld where uh, Mr. Costanza was with, with a man with a cape. But I've never seen wear a tassel. I have a question, Michael. Are you daring me to wear a hat with a tassel next week? Is that what this is all about? No. You don't have to come all the way over. You're not? All right. Why don't you dare me to wear a hat with a tassel? No all right. Next week, is, if you're going to put the screws to me, next week I'll show up here with a hat with a tassel. If that'll make you happy. All right, folks. Obviously, we're getting pressured by other members of the media. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like that. All right, folks. Again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Don't forget to support our friends at West Fountain Auto Body. Um, Kenny and Patricia, they're just terrific. If your car is ever in an accident, thank you, Jeff. Bring your vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body. Do you remember the episode where... Uh, they're saying, um, yeah, I saw your dad in the in the city. He was in a man with a cape. And then they said, George, what did George say? George said, um, why, was a, why was my father with a man in a cape? And then he thought, and George said, or more importantly, why was a man with a cape with my father? Now, for anyone on Facebook Live, that was the only time that someone made an appearance. See if my uh, Facebook Live audience knows. See if my um, a Facebook uh, audience knows who it is that was the man in the cape on Seinfeld. See if uh, people can can guess that. Um, I think it's just the way that the microphone is aimed for anyone that. And I hate to get off on on a tangent. I could turn it like this a little bit. Okay, and that that way. It should be a little bit clearer. See if anyone uh, knows the answer to that. No, man with no, not man, man with the cape. Man, man with the the cape. See if someone can type in tape. Type in if you know. There's a peaceful protest today at two o'clock at the attorney general's office. I don't know. I don't know if um, phew, boy, you can only go to so many. So now they're going to be having one at two o'clock. Well, I think that's exactly right, Byron. It was Larry David, one of the writers. That's the only, very good Byron. That was the only time that Larry David, who's brilliant from Kirby Enthusiasm, the only time that he was on camera during Seinfeld. And the, the that's right, the, the character of George Costanza was based on Larry David, really, was the episode where George Costanza the father is uh, with the man, and Larry David was the man in the cape. All right, folks, I know I'm a little bit of a ramble here. <clears throat> it's 1220. Good afternoon. It's the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. So now we're hearing, and I haven't seen that yet, that they're going to have a protest at the attorney. Well, of course they're going to have a protest. They're going to be protesting left and right. I don't understand what's going on. And I, for those of you that caught the press conference, I was, uh, no, I, I think it was his accountant. I thought it was accountant, his uh, accountant. Um, I don't, but maybe it was. Maybe it was divorce attorney. But anyhow, getting back on uh, topic here. No, maybe you're right then. But um, I thought it was his accountant, but maybe it was. But anyhow, last night, folks, that, that was a riot. I mean, this the city, to me, is out of control. Alorza, uh, they just watched second video, blew it up again. It appears the, the big bike jumped, hit something before the cruiser even got there. Well, that would be the curb then. Somebody put the big, I think you mean the bike. Much better volume. All right, well, then that's because I aimed the mic at me. The bike jumped up. Excuse me. God bless me. Yes, we've already established it was Larry David. Now, if that is the case, I don't know why they don't come out and say 
that we believe that the bike, that the cruiser did not hit the bike. Because that's what it's all about. The whole, this whole narrative of what's going on really comes down to, did the cruiser hit the bike or did he also lose control of the scooter? Because I even asked the question, a police car pulled out. And then it does look like Jamal Gonzalez is almost trying to swerve around the cruiser. And that's where you hear him hit the brakes, skid, and then you hear the big collision. It's also possible that, well, he played the voice of Steinbrenner. He played the voice of Steinbrenner, but we never saw him is what I meant. That is true. Larry David was the voice of George Steinbrenner, but we never saw him the way we did see him out there with the cape. So, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. So this is very dramatic because the protests are now, they are going with the narrative. They are going with the narrative that the police cruiser intentionally, a white officer intentionally hit Jamal Gonzalez who is a person of, thank you, Roberta, a person of color. And the reason he rammed his police cruiser, Providence police cruiser, into him is because he's a white racist cop. And he's went after the one, well, there were several drivers of color. And by the way, last night, if you saw the, uh, some of the speeches, you know, they were mentioning many of the drivers and they are black, they're Guatemalan, they're Latino. They're uh, from Cape Verde. They, there's uh, Cape Verdean. They, there's a lot of different uh, nationalities. It's not just like <clears throat> it's not like they're all um, a, a group of riders, and then the police went after the one uh, black, you know, driver. In this case, uh, Jamal Gonzalez. Now, if you also missed it, folks, I was saying to Mayor Lorza, "Did you? How come you didn't reach out to the family?" Well, I left a message. Um, how come? Um, what else did I, I asked? Did you, why don't you call him while I left him? Like, what are you leaving messages for? You're the mayor of Providence. You could send a police officer or an aide to find them, to go find them and say the mayor needs to talk to you and let me get him on the line right now. I mean, what are we talking about? I'll say this about Buddy Cianci. Buddy Cianci would have sent a police officer over there. Buddy Cianci would have got a hold of someone and not be saying I'm leaving messages I don't even know what that means. Leaving, me- oh, I, I left a message for him to call me. Left a message. How about you go to the hospital and also immediately say, hey, I need to talk to the family. And by the way, that should have been done Sunday night. So now we've also heard, in case you missed last hour, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, who's terrific, he was mentioning the fact that <clears throat> um, that there's, there's the, the mayor's people You know, a lot of them are new and they've had some turnover and, you know, they don't exactly understand that their job is 24-7 and they have to be available in emergency. So they had trouble locating people. They had trouble tracking people down. They had trouble trying to get information for the mayor. And think how problematic that is. Mayor, hi there, Kerry. The mayor Alorza, and that's why I asked him. I asked Mayor Alorza. Later on, I'll break down some of the questions. I I asked him, have, have citizens... People in the city of Providence lost confidence in you as mayor. And he laughs and says, oh, well, you'll have to ask them. Well, why didn't you go to the library? Well, I didn't think that was. Well, if you if they haven't lost faith in you, if you haven't lost control of the city, if you still have the confidence of the residents, then why did you stroll over to the protest last night and then say, hey, listen, everybody, I'm your mayor. And <clears throat> seems like a super spreader event. I think you're right, Johnny. Um, I'm the mayor, and we're going to investigate this. But I want to be very clear. Uh, we do not have any evidence that the officer struck the vehicle. I mean, wh- 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 why not at this point? And by the way, he still hasn't answered what is going to be happening with these bikes these bikes are a major problem, and they're a major, they, they had them on the streets last night. 21 arrested. And he can stand there and say, I think we have a great police department. I think we have a terrific police department. But as I was trying to say uh, last night, and actually today, <clears throat> folks, if you stand there and you allow all these people saying blank the police, and you allow them to put out a false narrative, which is what they're doing. Police are racist. Um, uh, no good cops in a racist system is one of the chants. No good cops in a racist system. That is how they regard things. And the, the mayor seems unwilling 
to combat them. And this this is not going to go away. And I, I, I am very surprised that they didn't have more video evidence today. And I really respect Chief Clements. He's in a tough spot. Commissioner Perry was very forthcoming. I was trying to get some questions answered, folks. But Alorza was the one that I wanted to hear from. Because it sure sounds to me, well, we're going to find out what Governor Raimondo has to say today. Because to me... <clears throat> She, she, he, Mayor Lorza has lost control of the city. He is, and he's losing the narrative to these protesters. Folks, those of you, if you missed it, uh, you can go to the website, depetro.com. If someone could type that in and you can see some of the video we have from last night. Um, <clears throat> I want to tell you, that was scary being there. When you had, first of all, there was no way to get out. If those of you that saw when I was at the Providence Public Safety Complex, we were cornered. There's a crush of people, and they are angry, and they are screaming, and it is a riot atmosphere. And they are screaming at the police, and they're swearing at the police, and they want blood, and they want to kill someone. And, you know, if that's the case, and they will probably attack him if he shows up, let him go and find out just how dangerous and violent the crowd is. Now, I spoke with the family today, and they told me that, unfortunately, last night, the family would have liked if the mob went to the hospital and had almost a vigil outside the hospital for Jamal Gonzalez. I spoke with his stepfather, Bernard, today, who, by the way, I thought was terrific. I spoke with Divine from Black Lives Matter, who I thought was terrific. They wanted no part of the Providence Public Safety Complex movement of going over there. They thought wanted everyone to go and then silently pray outside the hospital. And then they said they couldn't believe when Antifa started entering into the mob. And, folks, if you saw the video, if you haven't seen it, log on at the website, depetro.com. They have the black helmets. If you saw also, the Antifa lawyer was right in front of me. He wears that. Uh, it's like a lime green hat. And it says Antifa lawyer. And if you're arrested, you yell out. He's there to take notes, film, and protect the members of Antifa that were there. And, and a, a number of them. They're there for destruction. Of course they're saying we'll be back. And they will be back. Now, I also want to mention someone that I have been critical of. And she is the leader of Provex. And her arrest report is on my website, depetro.com. Her name is Amanda Brooklyn Toussaint. But if you saw my video last night, um, and I want to state publicly right now on the record at 1230, she... I give her credit. She was brave last night. She was, she's, I think, I don't know. I think she's, I don't know what her nationality is, but she now suddenly has this long black blonde hair. She was also the protester who was here at the briefing uh, September 30th. And, but she stood up. If you saw that video, she stood up and told the crowd that this is not the time. And, you know, she was kind of like, who here wants to fight the police and who wants to leave? But that, I'm going to say, that took a lot of guts. That was brave last night. I, I Not a lot of people could have done that. I give her credit for that. I've been very critical of her. And she has been the lead protester. But it also showed just how things had been out of control. Because they, if you saw the video, if you missed it, again, you can go to DePetro.com and check it out. DePetro.com brought to you by Allstate Lock. Folks, this is a time to upgrade things. I also want to give a, a plug to... A surplus provision, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. I stopped off there on the way. And, folks, I highly recommend, especially whether you're a man or a woman, stop in and get yourself some pepper spray. You can have it right on your keychain. They have a number of different things. They have body armor. They have vests. I also want to appeal to a number of the women, Tracy or Pam, stop in. It's Surplus and Provision, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Go see Tanya. There's David Picard. And and let her know. And at the very least, I strongly recommend. They have pepper spray in all different 
It is a terrific store. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Surplus Provision. I think I shared their Facebook page, but you could also find them. But they are terrific. I stopped there before the protests. And then, you know, folks, just when I think I have enough equipment uh, and that we're, we're suited up for it, they started throwing bottles last night. And those of you, if you missed it, one of the bottles crashed right over my head and then there were fireworks. That was Antifa throwing fireworks at us and bottles. You can see the video at the website, depetro.com. If someone would be so kind on the Facebook page to type in www.depetro.com. And I also want to, on the Facebook page, by the way, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's a little after 1230. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Governor Mundo press briefing. I will have the videos posted. I, um, that's right. Um, I, I, I don't think the cruiser hit the, the bike. I know they're withholding judgment. But in the video that they released today, I don't think he did. I think he, the, he did lose control of the cruiser. And it looks like he hit, the cruiser hit the stop sign. And the stop sign, like a domino chain of events, the stop sign, thank you for posting the website. The stop sign hit Jamal Gonzalez. That's the way it looks. Now, I am surprised they didn't have more definitive video. But as soon as Commissioner Perry, and I want to be very clear, folks, you guys know where I stand. I back the blue. I think they're in a very difficult situation. Well, there's still a lot we don't know. Why was he pursuing him? Uh, had something happened prior? Was he trying to speed up to get to someone else? Maybe he was going to pass the scooter. Maybe he was going to pass. But then <clears throat> it looked like was the cruiser then taking the corner? He lost control, ended up on the sidewalk as I asked them. And also then took down the stop sign. It is possible. I'm telling you, I didn't know prior to this. The video that they released today. (coughs) Excuse me. I apologize, folks. It's just, uh, I'm not COVID. It's just from uh, the dryness and and so much talking. But the video that they released today, uh, from, from what I saw, it looks like the scooter hits the wall. And then the cruiser smashes into the stop sign. <clears throat> and then the stop sign comes down, and the stop sign, I think, actually hit Jamal Gonzalez in the head. The stop sign did. <clears throat> so now, but keep in mind, as I was trying to absolutely we defend the police, it's tough. Folks, last night, the amount of restraint they were showing was incredible. The discipline they showed, and they were right out there. Uh, Commander Tom Verde was right there. Major David Lapine was right there. Uh, Captain O'Hara was right out there. Uh, I saw Major Lepre today. <clears throat> Chief Clemens was on the scene last night. Folks, they, they I mean, the, the crowd, the filthy things, they were yelling at them, trying to incite trouble, uh, threatening them. Last night was almost, you come out and it's like a free shot. You can yell whatever you want at the police. And then even when a lot of the original protesters left to march back to the library, because that's where they had parked, um, a number of big groups stayed. And then now they're roaming around. And this happens every time because people don't want the night to end. And people, the later it gets, the more that then there is trouble. Now, keep in mind, Halloween is coming up this Saturday night. Who plans on going out in the city of Providence on <laughs> Saturday night on Halloween. Now, these people have been wearing masks, as I've told you all along. I don't, I don't know what Saturday night is, uh, is going to be like. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be in the city. The, the Antifa problem, uh, members of the family told me that they got nervous when they saw members of Antifa joining the group and to defend the police. And they're, they're the ones on there. They were, they're all over by the armory. They're off of Cranston Street. There's a chapter of them there. And, and I also, again, and I, I was asking this. They were saying, oh, it was all peaceful last night. But folks, at the library, how is it peaceful? If you have people that are purposely speakers saying that a racist cop purposely ran his cruiser into Jamal Gonzalez because he is a person of color who was riding his souped up scooter and no one challenges it. And then the crowd gets angrier and angrier. If you don't know any better and you don't watch the news, you think that's what happened. 
And I don't understand. There's no accountability with that was a Black Lives Matter gathering. By the way, though, some of the other speakers were the socialists got up and spoke. The anarchists got up and spoke. <clears throat> I saw a lot of the, the organizers that have been organizing. They've been waiting for this. That was an angry mob last night. They did shoot off the fireworks. They did hurt a canine. And for those of you that have seen many of my broadcasts, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, <clears throat> 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Make sure when you go there, depetro.com, which is uh, sponsored by Just Angels, beautiful custom religious items, justangelsonline.com. Folks, it's a direct link, and you can click right through. And by the way, the um, surplus provision on Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, we have a direct link for them as well at depetro.com. So if you go to the website, you can see it. But they have this thing with animals, Who remembers now, back in the summertime, when I was covering that violent confrontation at the safety complex, although last night, last night was the most violent night since the riot. Last night was, without question. As someone that has covered them all, I've covered some of the other ones, and they're protesting, and they'll engage the police, but they weren't angry like last night. Last night, that was an angry mob. But many of you remember, Antifa has this thing with animals. They almost killed that dog. On a Saturday night off of uh, Broad Street and no one would report on it. Remember that? They attacked the woman and her dog. And then last night they attacked the uh, police dog. They're odd. They have this weird thing about animals. So, um, and as far as the helmets, I, I don't know. I, a number of the officers had helmets last night. I'm starting to think that I need to wear a helmet when I'm out there. If you haven't seen it, that was as tense as it gets because it was long. I mean, that went on. And it, it, it went, what time did, I don't even remember what time we got there. I think that went till nine o'clock where um, <clears throat> I signed on a little after six. Our video went past nine because over two hours last night. But we got to the public safety complex at, um, I don't even know what time. I'd have to go back and check. I don't remember exactly. I was giving the time out if anyone remembers, but it was long and then they're there. If the police did not have that barricade up, I think they would have come charging at them. I think the police also realize now they may have been premature. They need to set some of the barriers farther away from the public safety complex. Because those people last night, they were looking to uh, smash the police station, damage the police cars. Obviously, they want to also get in Antifa they were, one of the Antifa members were trying to, did you see, they were trying to get in one of the windows. They were trying to crack open. They want to get into the police station, set it on fire, and then also loot all the weapons inside. This is the Antifa branch. They call them PAC, P-A-C, Providence Antifa Chapter. And they, a bunch of the members are all over by the Cranston Street Armory area off of uh, Cranston Street over near the Dexter Street Playground. They're right over in there. There's a huge number of them there. Lower Broadway, Valley Street, that's where they're inhibited. But make no mistake, their intention last night, get inside the police station, light it on fire, and steal the ammunition and the ammo. And you could hear that. Uh, that was all coming out from last night. And as far as some of the chants, there's nothing peaceful about the chants. I like some. I was right there. You could hear them talking. You some of it. The microphone was picking up some of it. Um, I have had requests of people that want to um, get a hold of it. And, um, and and then I will say there were a couple of people that did. Um, they did. You know, quell a lot of the violence. But getting back to right now, folks, at uh, twelve forty, it wasn't everyone. So, uh, but that that was definitely the plan, folks, without question. That was some of the plan of certain members of the crowd: the defund the police crowd, the Antifa element of the crowd, the um, some of the anarchists that were there last night, and you see them. Um, 
Yes, I did hear that about the brass knuckles. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on. People were very, very hateful. But right now, I want to set the scene at um, right now it is uh, 12.43, 12.43 on this <clears throat> on this Wednesday, Governor Mundo behind me is going to be on the stage. She's going to give her weekly briefing. She's definitely going to have to address the cruiser situation and the situation in Providence. Now, also, on top of that, the numbers have been going up. The numbers have been going up as far as the uh, coronavirus that we're dealing with. And, folks, don't forget tomorrow night's also the third debate. All right. I see who uh, we have a troll in our midst and uh, that is the beauty of um, of uh, Facebook. There we go. Where we can uh, just get rid of some of the trolls. Folks, this happens. Antifa comes onto the page. And some of the other protesters come onto the page. You know, these are some of the same people that want to say it was peaceful last night. There was, the, when, when you, I, I, I take exception with that. Yeah, at the library, when they are revering the engines and they're telling the crowd that a white police officer intentionally used his cruiser to hit Jamal Gonzalez because of the color of his skin. I don't know why that those people aren't charged with inciting a riot. I, I, I mean, how does that? How is that not basically just you know throwing a match into an already um, you know very heated situation? I don't see how you know that doesn't how they don't get charged in that way, folks. But here, here's the other thing, and I want to point out at twelve forty four. Uh, no, first of all, another reminder tonight, tonight, seven o'clock, AM thirteen eighty, ninety-nine point nine FM. I'm gonna be listing WNRI, Jeff Gamach, the great Jeff Gamach, who is still celebrating the win of the Laker championship. Jeff is gonna be moderating Woonsocket mayoral debate uh, between Mayor Baldelli Hunt and challenger John Breen. So that's tonight at 7. You can listen to it. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, and it's WNRI. So good luck to Jeff um, tonight. So now, as far as, um, <clears throat> but again, the big problem that I see is the police did not come out with a definitive answer as to whether or not the cruiser hit Jamal Gonzalez. And until, folks, by the way, I did speak with the family. Say a prayer for Jamal. Jamal, last night, his situation is getting worse. I spoke with the family. If his in condition does not improve, they may have to do another procedure to relieve some of the pressure on his brain. So we are obviously praying for uh, Jamal Gonzalez, his his family, uh, you've heard me have his uh, his family on his his uh, stepdad Bernard and his mom are just terrific. Uh, Divine, who is their good family friend, who's a very good friend of mine, they are terrific. But to me, last night, what would have made more sense would have been if they really cared about Jamal Gonzalez, would have been marching everyone over to the hospital and then having a prayer vigil outside. Now, that's not to say that that can't happen. And I may talk to the family to organize that. But he needs prayers. The family needs support. The family had to leave last night because they didn't want to be part of a riot. And that is pathetic on behalf of many of the people that went into that. Mayor Lorza has to step up. The other thing I want to mention to you folks is this problem is not going away. The problem with the bikes is still a problem, and it's still unsolved, and they're still on the streets. And those of you that watched last night, and you can go to depetro.com and you can see the video, is many of these street bikes, they had them last night right there at the protests and on the streets. Now, let's see. Right now, it's one four, It's 12.45, 12.45, coming up at 1 o'clock. Governor Mundo press briefing. We're going to get the latest on the virus. We are also, I am very anxious to hear the governor address what she's going to do about the situation in the city. Now, if you remember, I want to go back to June. Many people may not remember remember that. There's Anita Buffoni from Channel 12 just came in. She's doing a great job. Um, excellent reporting. Excellent reporting. My former colleague from the trail. Um, but, folks, back in June, I want to remind you of something. And this is something that a lot of people may not realize. After the um, <clears throat> After the riot... Mayor Lorza was saying these were outsiders. He did not want to set up a curfew. The mayor of Prop.
You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Pandemic, civil on unrest, the ground, protests, right? and the road like to the White House. down the dial that just talk about things. I was there. The only reason that didn't turn into a full-scale riot that night was because of the National Guard. Now, last night, you could argue, I think if going forward there's going to be another big demonstration like that, I think Governor Amundo is going to call out the National Guard. I think Governor Amundo is going to call out the National Guard. So now again, just repeating our top story. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. Uh, this is also a good day to take a ride and see our friends at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right, Rhode Island's Dunwood Garden Center, right off of Route 4, right across from the Antifa Donuts, used to be Alley's Donuts. Look for them on Facebook. It's uh, They do such a great job, and they have... Uh, the best pumpkins in the state are at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. But um, if you haven't seen the video, folks, again, repeating the top story, the police did have a briefing and they still have not come out with a definitive answer on whether or not the Providence police cruiser on Sunday night at six o'clock, whether or not his cruiser crashed into Jamal Gonzalez, who was riding on his motorbike. Now, they, they showed some evidence, some video. You can decide for yourself, based on what I saw, based on what I saw today, it does not look like the cruiser hit it. But then other people could look at that and say they think it did. Now, I asked, I thought, some pretty basic questions, such as, is there damage to the back of the scooter? Because if he rammed the back of the scooter, then the back of the scooter would have some damage. I don't think that should take weeks to find out. This wasn't a plane crash. And I asked that, oh, we still don't know. What do you mean you don't know? It's Wednesday. You've had the bike since Sunday night. Get some experts in there. And either the back of the cruiser would have, the, the scooter would have damage or it would not. It's, it's one of two things. I don't think that's that complicated. This isn't, you know, a, a plane that went down somewhere and they're trying to retrieve the black box. And whatever video, I, I don't think the video today was done specifically the way it could have been which is they showed a long video and maybe they're doing this because they don't want people to say that you know that they're splicing the different frames but i i I, they they need they also i don't think they showed enough because everyone's going by the video where you hear the screeching and the crash and then there's some trees there and leaves and then you know the all of a sudden he's in the wall when you watch that it looks like that the cruiser may have hit him. But that doesn't mean it did because, yeah, the video is inconclusive. Well, they they need to come up with some more hard evidence. I don't know how to, I mean, I don't know how much harder this is. You need frame by frame the back of the cruiser. The police officer, by the way, he's not suspended. So he's on administrative duty. He's still working. I, I'd be curious and then they say they have body cam footage they're still going through. But what does that mean? I mean, how long does this take? And I'm being supportive of the police. But the mayor, I would have liked if the mayor stepped forward and said, I watched the video. I don't think he hit him. Or, unfortunately, it looks like he did hit him. It, either way, let's agree on that. Either way, it would seem that the officer lost control of the cruiser because it ended up, as I was asking, on the sidewalk and it hit the stop sign. So something, I mean, right? I mean, that's not, it's not like it came to a halt. But they're basically, I think they're trying to say, but they didn't come right out and say it. And that is that the the police officer lost control of the cruiser. He went up onto the sidewalk. He hit the stop sign. And then the stop sign hit Jamal Gonzalez. And then he went into the wall on his own. And then the stop sign came down. And that hit him. And by the way, think a stop sign is that's that may have been because keep in mind, it's it's his head. He had a helmet on. But the stop sign, that stop sign, like a projectile 
those things are heavy and that could do a lot of damage. And what they may be trying to determine is, did the stop sign acting as a projectile launch into the helmet causing such severe uh, head trauma? Now, that part we don't know, but that is definitely a possibility. But it, it's still inconclusive. I'm anxious to hear what Governor Armando is going to say. Now, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. In just a moment, we're going to take a quick break and send it back to the studio with Jeff Gamach, who's hosting the debate tonight, 7 o'clock. Lisa Beldelli Hunt, Mayor Hunt, Beldelli Hunt, and also John Breen, 7 o'clock. Moderator Jeff Gamach, you can hear it. I'll be tuned in. Folks, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. So, Governor Mundo, press briefing coming up at 1 o'clock. And uh, we want to hear the latest on the virus. The numbers keep going up. And then we also want to hear, obviously, the big story, which is the cruiser situation. So let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to send it back to the studio with uh, with Jeff. And then we're going to come right back. And, folks, stay tuned. A lot more. You don't want to miss this. I'm going to be asking the governor about the cruiser right here on the John DePietro Show. Pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. JKL Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. This time of year, the temperature, it's getting chilly, it's getting cold. When are you going to first put on your heat? Call JKL Engineering, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available for both residential and commercial. Hey, face it, whether we like it or not, the heating season is here. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navient certified factory dealer. Call JKL today for system replacement, oil to gas, or for heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering at 401-351-7600. I'll give you that number again, 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll keep you cool in the summertime, warm in the wintertime. Estimates are free, financing is available, and the highest rebates on the market. Call JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer. 
or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. You're listening to The John DePietro Show Weekdays, 11 to 2, right here, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Visit the website, depetro.com. No eyes, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Folks, by the way, once you're there, I hear so much uh, feedback from people. Thank you. If you want to see some of the videos we've done where we go and cover the protests with uh, Facebook Live, all those videos are posted right there on the website, depetro.com. If you want to get in touch with me, Log on to the website. You just click on Contact John, and it's uh, up to date, and it's going to remain that way. I mean, here we are in the home stretch, leading towards the election. All my links to social media and uh, all the exclusive stories, you can see it right there. Just log on 24-7, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, Petro.com. And as always, you can always listen live right there at the website. This is the perfect time of year. If you're going to have any paving done around your home, really improve the look of it. Well, you want to call J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving today at 732-1730, 732-1730. You can find them online, letter J, J. Perry Paving.com. They're also on Facebook. J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating, patios. What a difference it makes. How aesthetically pleasing it is. Folks, invest in your home, invest in your property, your business. J. Perry Paving. Provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Hey, they'll offer a free estimate. Any project. What a difference it makes. You could have a beautiful home, but if you have a cracked driveway or some different cracks or just maybe it hasn't been done in a while, call J. Perry Paving today. This is also a great time of year to have that patio done. Seal coating, residential, commercial, J. Perry Paving. Call them 401-732-1730. They're the best. 732-1730. It's incredible. Asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new project or maybe it's just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, looks beautiful. Hey, and the snow melts right off it. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. Maybe just thinking about it. This is the perfect time. Have that driveway done, patio done. J. Perry Paving. Call them 732-1730, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Look for them online at J, letter J, jperrypaving.com, and also on Facebook. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. WNRI Woonsocket, W236CW, W260DC. WNRI. 